diminishing and then rain, showers, and thunderstorms locally heavy or severe tomorrow. It'll stay breezy tonight, breezy tomorrow, even outside of the rains to about 80 to low 80s. Tomorrow night, diminishing chances of thunderstorms, early morning low of low to mid 70s. Friday, we'll get into sunny breaks, clouds otherwise with widely scattered showers and windy with a high of low 80s. Sunny over the weekend, upper 80s approaching 90. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Need to replace your Social Security card? In most states, you can request one online with a My Social Security account. A My Social Security account gives you secure access to your personal earnings history and benefit status. You can also get a proof of income letter, estimate and apply for benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. I won't say a beautiful Thursday, but it's a better Thursday than it was earlier today. Uh, I don't know. What's it look like over there? Is it still raining? Hello? I don't know if I'm asking Henry or Kate. Kate is going to be the new person to take over Henry's place. So It's looking good over here, to I, answer your question. It's looking good, is it? Okay. So after this morning, early, it stopped raining and it hasn't rained since then? Uh, it may have drizzled a bit if, if I missed it, mm-hmm. but I, I don't think we've had much rain since then, no. Okay. Because we were scheduled to come over there today, and um, I usually uh, I usually have my sister. I drop Tom off at my sister. I go get some work done, and um, she called this morning to say that the weather was so bad, we probably shouldn't come. So then... I wound up instead going to Slidell with Tom for lunch at Nathan. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I I don't know if it's if it's just me or well, it, it it's not just me, but it's certainly a minority of the people would not think things through or would think things through better than I often do. So it's been torrentially raining for how many weeks now? Just a long, long time. So this last little spate of wetness has been at least, what, four or five days? So yesterday I rode my bike in the rain, just like full-blown rain, because I had to in order to ride my bike. So it was, you know, it wasn't cold or anything. It was kind of pleasant, actually. But it was... uh, raining a little this morning and so i when we couldn't go across the lake i said let's go to slidell because you know we're, we're trying to keep content going for the show and you know we can't always talk about going to la Coretta. i mean okay they've got a new menu but that's about the extent of the excitement there you know so I said, well, we were going to go across the lake and I was going to get food and, you know, get some more content for the show, but it didn't happen. So I suggested that we go to Slidell. By this time, it was just a light drizzle. Actually, it wasn't really raining at all over here. As it turned out, it wasn't raining over there either, but, um, but 
you know, I would have done that, but I can't do things that I do by myself if Tom is in tow. So we went to Slidell on the way to Slidell, and Tom was not really wanting to go that far. So I kept, you know, up with the pep talk. And <laughs> so we made it all the way to Nathan's, which is a restaurant that's very good and actually used to be a longtime sponsor of this show years ago. And uh, there have been a number of eat clubs there, and we really like it. But we never think about it because it's, it's invisible. It's invisible. It is tucked away in a marina, and you really can't even see it unless you're right on it. As a matter of fact, there's no way to know that it's there except for a little sign that says Nathan's with an arrow. And it is on Bayou, Bayou Boon, wait. I think that's how they say it. And naturally, after going an entire half hour with Tom completely unconvinced of the legitimacy of this trip and the value of this trip and all that that implies, after finally making it to Nathan's, we go over this little industrial bridge and then turn into Nathan's in this marina area where the little sign says Nathan's only to see the parking lot flooded and the bayou overflowing its banks. There was one person who was in some bait shop standing out front just shaking her head. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. But Tom had already decided he wasn't doing it. So we, um, we turned around. And, and headed back home. Is this answering your question at all, Henry? <laughs> so we turned around and we headed back home and went the way of Highway 22, which put us in front of Vera's, which is a restaurant that's very good. It's a seafood restaurant that used to be kind of like this little stick building on the edge of Lake Pontchartrain at Highway 11. And it was just blown to smithereens in Hurricane Katrina and has relocated to an incredibly nondescript mall between Slidell and Mandeville, closer to Slidell. Technically, it is Slidell. So Tom said he didn't want to eat there either. So then we kept driving and I passed Sal and Judy's, which was closed, and we just kept driving to Mandeville. And I am so glad that I all of a sudden had a moment, bing, that the lake house might be open because the lake house has expanded hours now. We love the lake house and have not been in a long time because its neighbor, Rest a While, continues to stay in the forefront of our consciousness. And it's new, you know, it's, it's fickle human behavior. So it's new and we're there all the time. And we love Lake House too, though. So fortunately, not everyone has abandoned Lake House and they're quite busy, actually. So we tried to go to Lake House last week and they were too busy. So um, today, <laughs> so, so after Bayou Bonfouca, 
we uh, started to go down to the lakefront. And I'm thinking, oh gosh, as luck would have it, it's probably going to be flooded at the lake too. So I just kept going because we were that close. So there was flooding on the, uh, the road there. I'm trying to think of the name of the road. I guess Lakeshore Drive. Yeah, Lakeshore Drive. And so, uh, but it was not in front of the lake house, thank God. So it was, it was kind of like the only spot that wasn't flooded was in front of the lake house. So we got a little break, but it was a little intimidating. When we sat down out front at one of the tables, I was looking at the lake and the lake was at eye level. It was actually at eye level with the waves, you know, peaking. And so it was overrunning the seawall in a number of places, fortunately not by the lake house. However, while we were there, it was overrunning it enough in other places that the flooding was encroaching upon the lake house. So I'm glad we got there at the time that we did and were able to leave at the time that we did because there was only about a block there that allowed for evacuation and we made it. But it was so delicious. It was so good. You know, there are a couple of chefs who frankly knock my socks off. And I just don't have the experience. I was talking to Mike yesterday about the number of times you get smacked in the face with something. And I would say that there are certain dishes, but there are also certain chefs who, no matter what they're doing, has that effect on me. And Pete Kusiv, who is in the kitchen at uh, Lake House and kind of everywhere at Lake House, Cayman Sinclair, who owns Lake House, is, um, he is quite the entrepreneur. He is brilliant in his intuition about what people want and how to satisfy his customers and how to create more of them. And so Cayman has his fingers in so many pies, he needs a lot more fingers. Right now he has Maison Lafitte, which is a wedding venue. He has the lake house. He has a place that he intends to make a barbecue joint not far from there. But also he has, um, he has this movie catering business. And so it's a massive operation. And he's got a million trucks and things parked out back behind the lake house. But he just, they just came back from the draft, the NFL draft. And they're doing a movie, they're doing a commercial, they're doing the lake house, and now they're doing Maison Lafitte again. So poor Pete is the corporate chef over all of this, so it's a wonder he has any creativity left. But indeed he does, because the lunch that we had was superb, and absolutely everything out of his kitchen is dazzling, I think dazzling. Now, after I say that, I'm going to say things I didn't like about the meal. But overall, I just kept thinking, why have I not been here in a long time? And it's just because we've been focused on the rest a while. But we need to go back to Lake House too. So that's what we learned today. And I will tell you more about the meal after these messages.
Care Restaurant and Supply has reopened for you to come in and shop. Care has all the wipes, gloves, and sanitizing supplies that you may need, and face masks. They have a great selection of takeout containers, too. Call Billy to help you plan the renovation of your kitchen or dining room. Home cooks will find a great selection of kitchen tools, too. Hours are 8 to 4 weekdays right now. Buy local. Our city depends on it. Care, hotel, and restaurant supply. Call 482-0294, 4815 Conti Street. Keith Young Steakhouse on the North Shore in Madisonville is everything anyone thinks of when a steakhouse comes to mind. The environment is elegant and handsome. The service staff is knowledgeable, attentive, and friendly. And most important, the steaks are superb. The steakhouse sides are also great. Keith Young Steakhouse, 165 Highway 21, Madisonville, 985-845-9940. I'll take Manhattan, the Bronx, and Staten Island, too. Five five six nine six nine six. If you want to talk to me, Marianne Fitzmorris, sitting in the Tom Fitzmorris chair here on the Tom Fitzmorris Food Show. We have Nicole Dorignac coming up at three o'clock. She's back with us. She's been super busy with uh, it being May and and school stuff and all of the situations behind the scenes in food. So uh, she's back with us today, though. Five five six nine six nine six. So we sat down at the lake house and sat outside, and it was lovely. It was not hot at all. It was breezy, but not too breezy. It was just really nice. I mean, there were puddles everywhere, and, and of course there was the menacing lake on the horizon. But other than that, it was a lovely, a lovely thing to do. It's kind of cold in restaurants, I find. So, um, and I like to sit outside, so that's what we did. We started, it was a limited, it's a limited, but incredibly manageable menu. I find sometimes that restaurants have menus that look buffo. They're large and lots of selections and different categories and things like that. But I think they're overwhelming, not only for a diner, but maybe for the kitchen too. I mean, that's a lot of stuff to crank out of a kitchen. So this restaurant has kind of always kept a limited menu and it was in some cases too limited. I find that it's been expanded to just the right amount of opportunity for you. You know, it's, it's, I don't know, maybe four or five salads, um, four or five uh, appetizers, and then maybe 12, to 15 entrees, three or four desserts. It's, it's a good, a good menu and it's delicious no matter what you get. So I was determined to eat really well today because I've been good lately that it didn't last, unfortunately, but, uh, it was my intention. So we ordered and you're going to laugh when you hear me say this, but you know, we're, we're working. So, you know, this is, stuff that most people would get and so we got it to see what it was like so uh the soup of the day was crab and brie soup so we ordered that and then i ordered some barbecue shrimp and then Pete came out and visited with us and he said oh i gotta send you the crab cake we're doing so he sent out the crab cake which is is 
wow is all you can say about it. And then uh, we ordered, Tom got the Amberjack, and I got, see, I had the best of intentions. I really did. I got a wedge salad with grilled chicken. So the crab and breeze soup was so spectacular that I know this may be blasphemous to say it's better than the original. The original is at Dakota from maybe 25 years ago. And it still shows up every now and then on other people's menus. But I have to say, I think this one was better. It was really great. The barbecue shrimp was a different kind of, well, it was a lovely presentation, but it was a different kind of sauce. It was not the Pascal's Manali sauce, which is the clear butter. It was not the thicker Worcestershire-based sauce of Emeril and all of his imitators. It was a creamy, light, light in color, shrimp color, but creamy. And the shrimp were mostly peeled I should say the, they had their heads on and their tails on, but the body was free, so you could just cut it. And uh, there was a lot of fat in it. You could tell that the crab, uh, the shrimp fat was making it thicker and richer. It was a really rich sauce and really uh, irresistible is the word, absolutely irresistible. It was a lovely presentation, a little sprig of rosemary, with some carefully, artfully positioned uh, pieces of bread. And then Pete came out and we chatted for a little bit and then he, he brought out this crab cake that was, I don't know, um, if you could picture a hockey puck times three, just massive. Now, my objection to it was that it was deep fried, which I do not understand or appreciate a deep fried crab cake. And if you are going to do a crab cake like this was, there's really no need to deep fry it. I mean, this was like 100% crab. And maybe it was deep fried to get a shell on it to hold it together because if you cut into it, the crab would burst out, but that's how much crab it was. It was solid crab. It was just crazy, delicious, great crab cake. And it had a little makshu underneath and a drizzle of, I don't know, like a remoulade, like a some uh, arugula on top and a little bit of a sauce on top, white, like a white remoulade on top in a pink rum a lot on the bottom. Really, really great. Tom had an amberjack that was gorgeous, just really gorgeous, about a four-ounce slab of amberjack on top of green beans and mashed potatoes, but it also had some onion, and it had a, um, it had a, like a handful of candied pecans, toasted candied pecans. And it was 
a gorgeous dish and it was really good. Tom used to joke about Pete Cusive when he owned Juniper down in uh, Mandeville, Old Mandeville. And he used to say that if Pete could put maybe three things less on a plate, it would be a better plate because he does like to put a lot of different ingredients on a plate. But I don't have a problem with that because I like a lot of different ingredients, but uh, he's still at it apparently. But I think it's, it's a, a benefit rather than a detriment to his dishes. And then my salad was the kind of butter lettuce that, I mean, I love butter lettuce in any iteration at all, but the hearts of bib lettuce or butter lettuce, the hearts are much tighter than the big floppy leaves that you see usually. And it's a much more expensive thing to buy and it is really great. And you, you get a lot more lettuce per forkful than you would with the big leaf. So the, again, the Pete Cusive effect was very present on this plate, but it was just beautiful the way it was presented. It was two quarter of a, two quarter heads or two quarters of a head of the baby bib lettuce with feta cheese, some cherry tomatoes, halved, some pickled red onions, some fried chickpeas, which I didn't really understand on that dish. It didn't seem like it worked. And a Creole mustard remoulade sauce, of which there was very little, and I understand why. It was a very strong sauce. And frankly, I wish I had paid more attention and asked for like a buttermilk dressing on that salad because I think that the remoulade was maybe a little too strong of a statement. And there wasn't really any reason for remoulade. There was no seafood or anything. And I know that's cliche, but I kind of think those two things should sort of stay married to each other. The chicken breast was small, thank God, and very well done. Again, I was appreciative of that with a real Creole seasoning crust on it and sliced beautifully. And it was a terrific salad, just a really great salad. We had a lot to eat. The more I think about it, the more kind of embarrassed I am. So then as we were getting the check, she offered, very cute little waitress, offered um, dessert which Tom will always jump on if offered the chance. And he was campaigning for creme brulee, but I reminded him that we are working and creme brulee is what he gets everywhere. So uh, he, so we ordered the um, cinnamon, was it cinnamon roll beignets? So if you could picture what a cinnamon roll would be as a beignet, there were little small nuggets with lovely large slices of strawberry sort of interwined and the most delicious um, cream cheese dip. It was great and I don't even eat stuff like that. So the, uh, the beignets were 
properly crusted with cinnamon and sugar and it was a beautiful presentation and an even better taste I mean, if you're a dessert eater, it was definitely something Tom really loved. But I thought the cream cheese dressing was spectacular. And that's not something I ever would normally touch. So that was our lunch at the lake house. It was a great ending to uh, a, a tumultuous, let's say, uh, early part of the day. And I can't wait to go back to the lake house because everything on that menu is something that I want. And everything coming out of the kitchen was gorgeous. So we will definitely be back soon. And I'm just, I'm, I'm sad that I have, my attentions had been diverted by the new neighbor next door so long that we have ignored our beloved lake house for so long. We asked him about the, uh, we asked Cayman, Cayman came in a little bit later, and uh, we asked him about the buffet, because one of the great things that we love to do with the lake house is go to their Sunday buffet, which is kind of like going to this glamorous outdoor wedding, because the property has a beautiful patio and a lot of outdoor tables. And of course, it's got the great view of the lake. And they usually put a lot of white tent uh, canopies over the buffet outside. And there's music playing. And it's just, it's a, a great time. And they, you know, COVID, of course, interrupted all of that. So I asked them if they're ever going to bring that back or if they're going to do what a lot of people do and say, good riddance to it, COVID let us out of it, and that's it. And he said he does plan to bring it back and soon. So that was very good news. Anyway, that is our account of the lake house and of our delicious lunch there. We have Nicole Dorgnack coming up at 3, but right now we have news from the bottom of the hour news from Louisiana Radio Network. It's 2.30 and we'll be back. 556-9696. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Brooke Thorrington. The NOAA Climate Prediction Center predicts another above-normal Atlantic hurricane season. Acting NOAA Administrator Ben Friedman says between 13 to 20 named storms are expected to form and between 6 and 10 will become hurricanes. This includes three to five major hurricanes ranked as categories three, four, or five, with top winds of at least 111 miles per hour. A record 30 named storms formed in 2020. A bill prohibiting the handheld use of a cell phone when you're driving makes passage out of the house. Bowbridge Representative Mike Huval's bill allows for use of Bluetooth and speakerphone. Old City Representative Danny McCormick feels the law would hurt criminal justice reform and create a negative interaction between the police and the public. If you're swerving, running off the road, doing anything that's driving erratic, that's already against the law. This is just going to put law-abiding citizens in a negative interaction with police. That's why I rise to oppose the bill. The vote was 76-21 and the bill now heads to the Senate. LRN. It's the first day of the first grade And she found a new best friend It's a laid-back Sunday afternoon You wish would never end The homemade taste of Bluebell And good friends gathered round The good old days are being made right now Chocolate sheet cake is different It's richer and chocolatier Count on Bluebell to make it into milk chocolate ice cream with delicious chocolate sheet cake pieces, chopped pecans, and a chocolate icing swirl. It's fresh out of the oven. <laughs> I mean freezer. The good old days.
Look for Bluebell ice cream at your local grocer and pick up your favorite flavor today. Over the last 75 years, New Orleans has gone through many changes, and so has WGSO. From our early beginnings in 1946, broadcasting from the Jung Hotel, being home to Papa Stapa in the 1950s, being a music station, talking biz radio to speak in easy New Orleans style, you, our loyal listeners, have been here every step of the way with WGSO. It's now our 75th anniversary, and we are so proud to have you here with us to celebrate. So we're going to celebrate all year long to show our gratitude to you and make 2021 our most successful year yet. And we will also continue to bring programs that appeal to people of all backgrounds. So from all of us at WGSO, we want to say thank you for making us the community voice of the Crescent City. Night and day, you are the one. Yes, indeed. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. We have Jan on the line. Jan? Hi, Marianne. Yeah. Um, hey. So this is Jan from Hammond. And uh, my best friend is Maureen that sent you the uh, poem that she found or the letter you found from Tom about his prom night. And... Uh-huh. Uh, I just wanted to say, you know, she listened to your show faithfully, and I do too, and we really love it. And, um, you know, she really got a kick out of hearing that. And, um, you know, I'd also like to say that, you know, we finally got to get back out, you know, after COVID and some other health problems. But we finally got back to New Orleans a couple of weeks ago, stayed at the Royal Sinesta, Um uh, balcony room and uh, went to GW Fens. Uh, mm. First time right. we've been there. I had scallop, which uh, I, I got to <laughs> tell you was like the most. That's know, their signature. Thing. Oh my gosh, it was delicious, and uh, you know we had the lobster dumplings, but it was just oh, so phenomenal yeah. after yes. COVID and after some other health issues um, that we got to get back out into New Orleans. And um, I just want to say, you know, we love your show. Maureen listens to you all the time, podcast um, and replays it. Uh, so I just want to thank you for playing that. That really made her day. Um, oh, good. And I, I thank her for sending it. Yeah, yeah. But I'm going to say, I'm... I just got to say one more shout out for GW fans. We ate at quite a few places and we love going down there. But we hadn't been there in over a year. Um, But gosh, it was so great to get back down there. And we're going to try to get back down there soon. But um, thank you so much for uh, playing that, uh, Mater Day. And I hope you both are doing really well. (laughs) Thank you for calling. I really appreciate that. GW Fins is a fabulous restaurant. We were there, I don't know, I want to say maybe three or four weeks ago. And it was kind of like normal. You know, it was like, okay, this could work again. And it was it was great. It was a great meal. That's a terrific place. It is. And, you know, the funny thing is, is that we really didn't have any plans and we didn't mm-hmm. have restrictions, which you should. Which is, um, I, I can't believe you got, got in. How hard was it well, to get in? We got the last two places at the bar. Um, yeah. 
and and <laughs> that was perfect. I mean, we got uh-huh. to sit at the bar, and the staff yeah. was phenomenal. The food they're was adorable. Yes, the girls at the bar are adorable. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to say thank you for playing that. Made her day. Okay, and Love um, it. she just loves you guys. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the call. Let's go to Don, the gourmet neighbor, ready to cause some trouble. Hello? Is Don there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Did you hear me say ready to cause some trouble? I thought you you left me after that. (laughs) I heard everything you said. I don't know why you couldn't hear me, but you can hear me now, so all is well. Well, we have oh, we have well. someone new on the board. Her name is Kate. She's going to be taking over for Henry. Oh, awesome! Awesome. So there will be so, some hiccups. I think you know that just that's just oh, sort that's of life. normal. We're we're good. That's life. Yeah. So um, you know, to speak to what you just said, I do love GWFNs. I have not been in quite some time. I'm definitely due to uh, definitely due to go back there. It's so nice to have fish uh, that is fresh that does not necessarily swim here. So uh, mm-hmm. that, that's a good thing. I mean, that's definitely one of the mm-hmm. best things they do. And those little biscuits, those little evil little biscuits what? are delicious. They, the biscuits. The biscuits. The biscuits. <gasps> so you got to stay away from those, though. That's, that's a know, reason not to so go. Good. you got to stay away from those things. <laughs> There's, and they keep passing them around in those little I know. cookie sheets, and it never ends. It never ends. I know. I do have a, and another comment. I really feel... Like, almost everything is normal now. I mean, you know we eat out at least four or five times yes. a week. Right. And I have never, I mean, it, it, everything feels normal to me. It looks normal. Well, that's it feels great. normal. So it's, it, it's a good vibe out there. It's a really good vibe. I'm feeling good. good. Uh, one you know what more someone told me today? What's someone that? told me that um, across the lake, this was, mm-hmm. this was told by a distributor to her. Okay, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. a restaurateur told this person. So this is now a three-person hearsay, but I totally believe it. So let's repeat it. That <laughs> what? What? So let's repeat it. Go ahead. No, I'm repeating it because I think it's happening for sure. I think it's incredibly oh, okay. relevant, okay. and I think somebody should stop it. Okay. Um, their their uh, employees are kind of hanging around watching their phones. And when they see that oh, yeah. the check has been deposited, they walk they out leave. the door. <laughs> that is sick. Sad. Very, I mean, very sad. can you imagine having to run yeah. a business under mm. those circumstances? Yeah. It's, it's uh, I, I feel for them. I feel, that's why yeah. I try to be more understanding uh, everywhere I go. I thank people for being here. I let them know that I appreciate the fact that they're here. Um, and just, you know, give them a little gratitude for sure. Yeah. For doing the right yeah. thing. We're doing the right thing. Yep. So speaking of doing the right thing, we were going out last night to see my daughter. Uh, she, she had a gig. And some of the neighbors were going to tag along because they always do. And one of them wanted to go back to Merrill. And the last three experiences I'd had at Merrill were just not good. So I said, I'm, I'm just not mm-hmm. going back. But they wanted to go. So sometimes you just do things for other people, right? And I said, hopefully it's changed. Well, it, it, it has changed. I, knew that, I know that they have a new chef de cuisine. And I don't know if she was the reason for the change, but uh, it, was, it was pleasantly good again. It really was. Oh, and we, we, didn't have too, we didn't have too much. We, you know, if you go to happy hour, they do those flatbreads for half price. 
which mm-hmm. is which is really a good deal. Really a good deal. Yeah. What are uh, what is the are, price at the at happy hour? I, I want to say seven dollars. I think. Something uh-huh. like that okay. for a flatbread or six, uh-huh. six bucks. So it's, it's a really good deal. So we started uh-huh. off with the vegetable one, which was really good. And then we get the wise guy. And the wise guy is like the muffalata toppings on top of flatbread, uh-huh. which is really good if you like olives. If you don't yeah. like olives, you're not going to like that. But it's very good. And then uh, we had a, um, oh, help me. It's funny. You were just talking about it. Barbecue shrimp uh, to yeah. share. Just not my favorite. I mean, I really prefer the Mr. B's style, uh, butter style mm-hmm. of the barbecued shrimp. Emer- em- you, you were just talking about adding one thing too many to a plate. And Emerald is absolutely famous for adding six too many things to a plate. And I just think that he gilded the lily a little too much. There's really no need for cream in barbecued shrimp that has probably five sticks of butter. I don't know. I don't know. I just had one that had some cream in there too, and I have to say, I I could make a case for it. Was it was a lot. It was a lot. It was. It just makes the dish even it's richer really rich than it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and maybe it's yeah. the fact that he puts a lot of Worcestershire with it too, because it was a very yes. dark, dark brown. Okay. But yeah. the saving grace of that dish was it came with these. Here we go back to biscuits. These two awesome rosemary biscuits. Mm-hmm. And they were just, I could have just sat there and eaten yeah. the rosemary biscuits. They were that yeah. good. The one thing, it was good, but I, I, it, I was not happy with the description. I didn't want to eat much. So I ordered, they had a Greek salad on the menu. I said, well, that's interesting. I said, let me do that and let me add some grilled chicken. Okay, no problem. So that was like $17, right? So out comes this little tiny six-inch bowl. And it has some olives in the bottom. It has some huge chunks of uh, heirloom tomato. And then it has these huge slices of cucumber, probably like cut into semicircles, but like Mm -hmm. almost a half an inch in diameter and thickness. Um, Then they had some uh, red onion, some feta. And the salad part of this dish consisted of four three-inch pieces of endive. So when he came to the table, you know what it sounds like? It thing. sounds like that salad at uh, Shia. Well, I don't know. I, I guess may, maybe, but to me, when you say salad, it should involve some form of green. Is that just me? Am I wrong? Maybe I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, tell me I'm wrong. I don't know. Well, and when I asked, no, story, I would never tell you're wrong, Don, because you're never wrong. I'm picking it, Don, because one night he texted me about his meal at Revolution, and it was it was that this was it, and that's it. Case closed. Okay, so look, um, (laughs) there is a village salad that is Greek, Mm. and I forget the Mm. name of it, but it contains no lettuce. It's just what you described. It's like chopped vegetables in a vinaigrette and it, and it can be good. really good wrong. it was it was good it was good but mm-hmm. i would have preferred it with lettuce and then mm-hmm. when i ask and the answer is that's how we do it okay thank you <laughs> that's how you do it <laughs> was <laughs> it crowded packed every well then that, then you know what if it's packed and yeah. you say something like that, and then they respond like that, then you know why yeah. they're responding like that. Because if you don't like it, go someplace else. Somebody will take your table. Well, 
I'm going to tell you everywhere is filled. Uh, I know. Last weekend was graduation. It was very hard to get into. This week, is, I, I can't even kick my way into Galatoire's, which is unusual, because mm-hmm. I have some friends coming. Because you can kick your way into anywhere. They apologized a hundred times. I can't. I mean, it's just, it's, mm-hmm. there's another graduation this weekend, and I mean, that's just what it is, mm-hmm. you know? Mm. I did, I needed to forward you something. I did just get a, a, um, a La Crema wine dinner that mm-hmm. is coming up at uh, Tujac's. I don't know if you saw that. No, I haven't. I haven't looked at emails today, so I don't know. I'll 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 forward it to you. It's pretty interesting. It's like one hundred and twenty-five dollars a person, all inclusive, gratuity Mm -hmm. tax. But it looks like a real interesting menu. I know you were just. Have you been to the new Two Jacks? I have, but I can't judge it because it was during the crazy part of all of this. So, like the tables were very sparse. You know what I mean? Yeah. I really can't. it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a fair uh, judgment of uh, or assessment. Uh-huh. Is, is everything? Food. Are they back at a hundred percent over there now? I'm sure they are. Everywhere else is. So I, I see no reason why they wouldn't be. At yeah, 100%. but they're not. But they're they're not. They're, New Orleans is following Latoya. Well, I'm going to tell you. So every table is back in every restaurant I've been in. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. What I'm I saying is, are there all are all the tables back at the restaurants? From my estimation, in other words, I don't, I don't I think they are because they're still doing masks over there, yeah. aren't they? No, no. You can, you wear a mask. And not in restaurants. In. If, if the if the restaurant wants you to, yes, you wear a mask. You take it off. Oh, okay. Now, oh, I thought I, I thought it was still mask. required by Latoya over there. Okay. I, I don't. Listen. So if, I don't it's listen it's strictly up to the restaurant then. Right. When Latoya pays the taxes, I'll listen to Latoya. I don't listen to Latoya. Okay. Because okay. I, I pay a lot of taxes. Interesting. All right. Well, that's good to know because I just, you know, I've been feeling really bad about them because, you know, everybody, I mean, we mm-hmm. live over on the North Shore and it's been normal over here for months yeah. and months and months, you know. Well, you know, that, that La Crema dinner might be a good way to uh, dip your foot back in the pool there and check it out. It's a little uh-huh. pricey, but the wine list looks great. Uh, what they're pouring looks great. The food looks uh, very good, very interesting. So, you know, mm-hmm. maybe take a little chance and try that out. But uh, the only one, I'm going to leave you with one comment. And uh, it's my pet peeve. It's my pet peeve. And one of my pet peeves. Like, I'm, I'm going to write a book on restaurant I was about to say, you have more than one pet peeve, my friend. I do. I've got, I've got a whole <laughs> list. And I, I don't mean any disrespect to the caller who just called in whatsoever. He seems awesome. Mm-hmm. As someone who goes to a restaurant... And when one is waiting to go eat at a table, one decides they want a cocktail. But one cannot buy a cocktail or sit with friends and enjoy a cocktail because now everyone sits at the bar to eat. It is a bar. It is not a table. It is not meant to be eaten at. You prevent people from buying cocktails. That drives me. And let me tell you, the bartenders aren't thrilled with it either. Trust me. Well, I'm sure the restaurant's not thrilled with it because that's where they make a lot of their money. So, yeah. But but it's it's every. We went to Revolution the other day. The entire bar is filled with people sitting there eating at the bar. It's like this isn't a sports bar. What are y'all doing? I I just well, they're doing it because that's what they have to do. You know. No, no, no. But they they did this before COVID. I'm talking Uh pre-COVID. I mean, I can't tell you how many places I went into, and you've got to worm your way or shoulder your way in between people to order a drink. And I mean, I know, I know a lot of servers and they tell me, boy, mm-hmm. when somebody sits there and wants to eat at the bar, yeah. I am not happy because I'm losing money. 
I am losing money. Because I see people like me walk mm-hmm. off. I'm not going to, you know, wiggle my way in for a drink. I'll have one when I sit down. But uh, that is just Don's pet peeve of the day. That could be a second. <laughs> okay, you know what? You know what? I love this, Don. I know you don't want to call every day, but I think you should call every day of with your week. pet peeve of the day. Just, just like one sentence and hang up. Yeah, that's right. Now it's time for Don's pet <laughs> like, peeve of the day, sponsored by Get Your Own Sponsor. Oh, great! I got to get. I've got to get a sponsor. Okay, I can probably do that. I know you could. I can do that. Anyway, uh, I'm serious. We'll talk about that. All right. All right. Talk to you later. All right. 556-9696 is the number. We're a little late for a break. Let's do that now. We'll be back with more after this. The best meals always start with the best ingredients. If you're cooking seafood, the best ingredients are at Mandeville Seafood. All local fish, Louisiana shrimp, oysters, crab, crawfish, wild salmon, and Dungeness crabs, with a little notice, Mandeville Seafood can get anything in the seafood universe you may want to try. And it's crawfish season. Having a boil? Bring your ice chest to Mandeville Seafood. Celebrating 25 years. Have you ever eaten something new and wondered where it had been all your life? We thought that about Double D Sausage after having it at a friend's house. But restaurants all over town serve it in their gumbo, red beans, and jambalaya. It's made right in Bogalusa, and the company is in its third generation. Double D Sausage is a light smoke, pure pork sausage with notes of sage and other spices. Try the regular mild and hot and new flavors like the Cajun variety and jalapeno and cheddar. Double D Sausage in stores all over town. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings and lots of things are seldom what they seem. True, true, true. 556-9696 is the number. If you want to talk here on the food show, the Tom Fitzmorris Food Show, I'm not Tom Fitzmorris. I can still take your call. I'm Marianne Fitzmorris, and I'm sitting in the chair, continuing this fine tradition of pleasant, pleasant conversation in a, in a wasteland of, you know, all that other stuff. 33 years strong, just talking about things that make us happy, like food. Frankly, food has made me a little too happy lately, and we need to really, really crack down on that. 556-9696 is the number. I have 10 minutes if you want to get in before Nicole Dorgnack comes on at 3 o'clock to talk about things that are missing from the shelves and answers to questions that people have been giving her on the floor of the store and calling into the... the uh, show. So she has some answers. We are keeping Nicole busy and giving her a second job on top of the one she already has, but she kind of likes it. So we're looking forward to her visit. 5569696 is the number. Today's Quiche Lorraine Day. Oddly enough, it's celebrated only in America. The people in the French province of Lorraine, where the dish was created, are eating only their usual number of quiches with ham, cheese, and onions. Quiches had a run of popularity in the early 70s. It was the sort of thing you'd have with a salad as a light lunch or light supper. But Tom thinks its best role may be for breakfast. It's mostly eggs. And the universe of breakfast foods needs more variety. We wish more breakfast places made quiches. I am 
as you have certainly ascertained now, a little bit cuckoo when it comes to throwing food away. I found some feta cheese that I keep finding in the refrigerator and it's got a very strong t smell to begin with. It does not look moldy and there it is. And I've decided I'm going to go get some spinach and I'm going to, I have spinach, I have fresh spinach, but I'm gonna go get the frozen kind of spinach and some artichoke hearts and some shallots and make shallots, garlic, feta, artichoke, and spinach, and cream cheese, of course, because you gotta have cream cheese, and put it into a puff pastry and bake it as a quiche and freeze them and save them for breakfast because they do actually uh, work very well for breakfast. And that's gonna be my little, one of my experiments coming up. Five five six nine six nine six. Today is also farewell to oranges day. This is Tom's decree. The end of the orange season. Let's see. I don't know the orange. Well, no, that's right because they they start in December. Down in Plaquemines Parish, is dictated by nature. It's now orchards throughout most of the northern hemisphere have dropped their last citrus and are working on next year's. Of course, fresh oranges continue to remain available, most of them coming from the dry orchards of California, where the oranges can be more or less left on the trees as living storage bins. It's depressing how many poor orange and lemon trees in California are overladen with oranges and lemons that are never picked. In California, it's a very common sight to see those trees in people's yards and nobody even bothers to pick that fruit. Too bad, too bad. And they're great lemons too. I don't know about the oranges, but I know that one of Jude's nannies lives next door to someone who has a lemon tree and she knew what an obsession I had for lemons that she knows about my lemon obsession. So she would bring me the lemons that dropped in her yard and they had a very thin skin and seemed like twice the meat on the inside. They were just perfect. Let's see, they will grow increasingly more expensive and will not be as juicy as the ones we enjoyed back in the late fall and winter. The flavor of fresh orange juice is so enjoyable that even if you drink it every day, as Tom does, you enjoy it as if you were tasting it for the first time. You know, I'm just not really into orange juice at all. I don't know why. This morning, I poured some orange juice into a mug by mistake when I meant to pour it into a glass. And so I had much more orange juice than Tom was likely to drink for breakfast. So I had some orange juice left over. And the obvious thing would have been to just knock it back. But I just, I just don't drink orange juice. Not ever. I don't know why. I love grapefruit juice, but not orange juice. I mean, I guess if I, and it's not like I don't like it. It's just that I don't ever really need to drink it. The flavor of fresh orange juice is so enjoyable that if you drink it every day, uh, it's like you're tasting it for the first time. Few foods are like that. If orange juice were alcoholic, we'd accord it the same respect we lavish on wine. 
The flavors vary with the variety of orange and their place of origin, as wines do, as all things agricultural really do. Supermarket oranges used to come from either Florida or California, depending on the season. We no longer get that choice, almost choice, almost all of Florida's thin skin, extra juicy oranges now go into frozen concentrate. Tom hasn't seen fresh Florida oranges in five years. California oranges being free of many pests that thrive in Florida's wetter environment are prettier, but have thicker skins and a smaller amount of more concentrated juice. Oh gosh, I'm having an unpleasant flashback to when Tom used to buy just sacks and sacks of oranges. And we used to have to find a place for all of those oranges while he would juice himself a glass of juice every day. I'm not kidding. We would have in that green refrigerator maybe four sacks of oranges stuffed into the bins on the bottom. And it, there were just oranges everywhere. <laughs> I'm so grateful to Vince Riccobono over at uh, Matina Bella who gave Tom such an acceptable alternative to doing his own oranges. And also the last machine he had broken, he had trouble replacing it. So that had something to do with it. But they, they converged. Those two things converged at exactly the same time. And I was free, free of sacks of oranges all over the place. And now we have just one container of Tropicana Home Style Some Pulp Orange Juice that I have to maintain. And it's getting harder to find it in the stores. I have to ask Nicole about that. I'm glad that we're talking about that because uh, the last time I went, there was a giant open space for that particular variety of orange juice. And so I had to go to a second store, which is just unheard of. And I, I'm going to ask her about that. The Deaf Dining Rule number 223, you know you found a good breakfast restaurant when the orange juice is squeezed from fresh oranges. You can get poached eggs with hollandaise and the biscuits were made a little while ago. Boy, now I'm thinking about those rosemary biscuits, which sound really good. I'm not a big rosemary fan. And as a matter of fact, I'm not much of a rosemary fan at all. But sometimes a hint of rosemary in a scone or a biscuit can be really good. And I would imagine that a biscuit with a hint of rosemary with barbecue shrimp would be just the touch. I don't know that I've ever had the barbecue shrimp at Merrill. Last time I was at Merrill was, um, oh gosh, almost two years ago, the last time Jude came to town with his family. We all went to Merrill and someone was having a birthday. And when that, that fireworks candle came out of the kitchen, Jackson was transfixed. He followed it intently through the dining room and you could talk to him, but he was, he was just fixated on that candle. So I was very happy to provide a candle like that for him for, I think, his very last birthday. And yes, he did like it a lot. Although he was a little, he was a little um, alarmed by it to be so close to him in his house. He liked it, I think, watching it afar, from afar. 
They also, I think they have the candle and some cotton candy at Merrill, which is kind of a cool birthday, you know, celebration. All right, Nicole Dorgnack is coming up at 3 o'clock, right after the top of the hour news, which is right now from the Louisiana Radio Network. We'll be, more, we'll be back with more talk after that. 556-9696 WGSO New Orleans. This is Alex Jones. Listen to me on WGSO 990 AM, the only locally owned independent news talk station in New Orleans. Is still in crisis. Now Democrats cannot get control of the crisis that they have stoked. The vice president, supposedly the point person to fix illegal immigration, has yet to even visit the southern border. McConnell also saying the Biden administration is trying to brag about the number of unaccompanied illegal immigrant migrant children going down. More companies are saying it's okay to shop without a mask. Kroger and Walgreens are the latest to drop their mask mandates, and it's for guests who are fully vaccinated against the coronavirus to coincide with the CDC's updated guidelines. Other stores where you can ditch your masks include Costco, CVS, Kohl's, Sam's Club, and Walmart. This is USA Radio News. Join me, George Norrie, for the Worldwide Contact in the Desert Virtual UFO Conference, June 25th to June 28th. Contact in the Desert is an epic weekend of adventure jam-packed with exciting explorations into UFOs, ancient civilizations, AI, crop circles, forbidden archaeology, disclosure, and the newest evidence of ongoing contact, sightings, and leading-edge science. This amazing weekend delivers more than 130 presentations and special events showcasing 67 speakers from all over the world with two extra weeks to view your favorite leading experts, including Avi Loeb with Clyde Lewis, Linda Moulton Howe, Paul Hellyer, John Lear, Russell Targ, David Childress, Doc Wallach, and more. With breaking articles in the New York Times and acknowledged naval sightings, and more importantly, the new release of classified documents on the day of the soft opening of Contact in the Desert, we are your source for inside information. Join us June 25th at contactinthedesert.com to get your tickets today. Make contact, contactinthedesert.com. President Biden is signing a bill to combat hate crimes against Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders. I believe with every fiber of my being that there are simple core values and beliefs that should bring us together as Americans. One of them is standing together against hate, against racism, the ugly poison that has long haunted and plagued our nation. Goodbye, Internet Explorer. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, Lance Pry explains. Microsoft announced it plans to largely retire its Internet Explorer browser. The software giant on Wednesday said its Internet Explorer 11 desktop application, the current version, will no longer be supported starting June 15th of next year for certain versions of the company's Windows software. Microsoft browser push now is centered on Edge, and if you've ever tried to remove Edge from a Windows operating system, you will understand it's nearly impossible. USA Radio News. Hi, this is Wyatt Cox. Each and every day, the USA Radio Network produces three hours of the greatest radio programs of all time. Comedies, drama, suspense, it's all there. Classic radio theater. Now, if your radio station doesn't carry the program, you can find them anywhere podcasts are served, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker. Just search for USA Classic Radio Theater. Find it. USA Classic Radio Theater. You'll love it. 
Thousands of people want to get their hands on Ford's new electric F-150 pickup. CEO Jim Farley telling CNBC the automaker has already received 20,000 reservations after revealing the new F-150 Lightning last night. Those interested can go to Ford's website and a $100 refundable deposit must be made. Among those already having taken the vehicle for a spin is President Biden. Biden visiting a Ford facility earlier this week. As far as how that test drive came to fruition, Cloudy tonight, rain chance continues, but it's diminishing. And then rain, showers, and thunderstorms, locally heavy or severe tomorrow. It'll stay breezy tonight, breezy tomorrow, even outside of the rains, to about 80 to low 80s. Tomorrow night, diminishing chances of thunderstorms, early morning low of low to mid-70s. Friday, we'll get into sunny breaks, clouds otherwise with widely scattered showers and windy with a high of low 80s. Sunny over the weekend, upper 80s approaching 90. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. Need to replace your Social Security card? In most states, you can request one online with a My Social Security account. A My Social Security account gives you secure access to your personal earnings history and benefit status. You can also get a proof of income letter, estimate and apply for benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. Thursday. It's three o'clock. It's Nicole Dorignac. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. Hey. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Just, uh, you know, <laughs> rainy days and, you know. More rainy days. More, more rainy, rainy days. days. Yep. And more rainy days. Yep. 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 How are y'all doing? Okay, so I have a list of things to ask you. And I know you have a list of things to answer. So why don't you do your regular report and then we'll get into all that. All right. Well, um, so the, the regular report is things are still looking pretty good. Um, we are noticing that some uh, like seafood, local seafood, shrimp and stuff have gone up and looks like meat prices are creeping up right now. So when people see that, you know, that's the trend for whatever reason. Um, more and more little seasonings and stuff are coming back in, the grill mates and some McCormick and Zatarans items. And, you know, so that's good. I'm seeing more cleaners on the list, like Febreze. And I noticed Wright Silver Polish was on there. So, <clears throat> How about 409 Cleaner? 409, What's going on with... We, did have some, we have some different ones. We had some 409... Uh, this week so or last week because i actually got a bottle so i have been seeing more of our aisle there has been more stocked than it was before oh that's good um, okay yeah so i have to uh so one of our suppliers is still out of it though so Mm -hmm. ag but we must have got we got some i guess probably the place out of texas that we get stuff from sometimes so that's still i guess if uh ag's out of it then it's this region, you know. I mm-hmm. guess, you know, everything goes by regions, too. Uh-huh. 
So, um, so but it'll be coming. But I mean, I've seen it here and there because, like I said, mm-hmm. I got a bottle of it not too long ago. So, I guess it's on that uh, trickle back. You know, not quite allocated yet. It's here and there. <laughs> okay. So. Right, and then um, for Michelle for last week, it looks like the uh, Jack Daniels barbecue sauce is discontinued by by Jack Daniels, so by the manufacturer. So that is me. I don't know if that's temporary or um, permanent. You know, so we'll see. Okay. Uh, sometimes okay. they discontinue stuff and then they bring it back. So maybe if enough people ask for it, they'll bring it back. And then I had a lady ask me about cherry vanilla bluebell ice cream, which is mm-hmm. seasonal, and it'll be back in a few weeks. So I wonder if you have, do you have that sheet cake with the pecans that I've been hearing advertised on this show? Sheet cake? Yeah, there's a new, there's a new flavor out. It's chocolate. Oh. Wait, it's milk chocolate sheet cake with pecans. Oh, I'll have to look. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't eat a lot. A lot of ice cream anymore. So try to stay away from mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yes. So I have to look and see. I did know there was one. It looked like it was like a chalk, like a rocky road kind of type thing. Brownie mushroom, mm-hmm. uh, mushroom. Which I think mushroom that's it. Road. I think that's it. Oh, okay. It's got chunks of the cake and it's got nuts in it. Yeah, I think it's called right, milk chocolate sheet cake. And it's in like a brown Something container like instead of the bluebell. So if that's the one. I, I don't know. So yeah. And, um, okay. you know, so that's, we still, uh, but no, it looks like things are, you know, still trickling back. So that's good. Um, so what's with the orange juice? I've noticed holes on, in, on the orange juice aisles. Is there anything happening with that? Well, I think Tropic, Tropicana. It is um, Tropicana, yes. Yeah, they're, um, well, probably, I mean, with all the crazy weather and stuff, I mean, the orange, maybe the orange, oranges themselves may have been affected with some of all of that. And then probably the same, uh, you know, production issues with plastic containers and people and, everything so now, it's funny the there were lots of other orange juices on the shelf yeah the so particular tropicana kind that itself. we do it's called tropicana home style yeah that was empty um, that section was empty i'll have to look and see what we have on that because i haven't really we have the, but i mean we have other brands so maybe it was just filled in because we have a big case in produce that has like all the orange juice and the like the simply mm-hmm lemonade and simply orange and mm-hmm. simply grapefruit. Yes, right. uh-huh. So I'll have mm-hmm. to look at that tomorrow and see what our Tropicana looks like. Okay. Yeah. Curious about okay. that. All right. All right. What else you got? Um, oh, that's, no, that's really no worldwide shortages of anything? No. Well, I don't know. I've been hearing stuff about chickens, but I don't know if that's true or not. I haven't poor really chickens. seen it with us. I know. Mm-hmm. Poor chickens. So, and then, um, I mean, seems like for what, you know, everything we've been needing to get, we haven't really had just more price, you know, maybe I guess with everything getting back into production and, you know, people getting tired of, you know, not working and going, you know, maybe with overtime and all, that's why the prices are going up on stuff. That's the only thing it kind of seems to be what I've been hearing is just prices creeping up right now. 
So, and then that'll, that always levels off because that fluctuates. So hopefully it just levels off soon. Of course, well, right hopefully. before Memorial Day. <laughs> hopefully. Let's just say hopefully. Yeah. But, you know, we're in I'm sure it will. different times yeah. now. Okay, so um, do you feel like... like around what? the white the white you know the white shrimp and brown shrimp and people you know but shrimp has the shrimp that the good that that has gone up like two dollars a pound oh really it's crazy wow. going up yeah wow so huh. yeah so okay. people see seafood you know seafood restaurants and places like that will probably start increasing prices mm. i mean they just have to so i know soft shell crabs are like we're Paying almost double what we will. We talked y'all. Y'all were talking oh, about wow. soft shell crabs the other day, but yeah. that's you know. Um, but they are like, I mean, those are like three dollars wow. and something more a single crab that wow. we used to pay. I mean, yeah. Mm. So it's it's crazy. So and then people get upset when you have to raise prices, but it's like you know yeah. you don't want to, but you kind of you know, have to. It's, yeah. Okay. So. so do you feel like overall? Do you feel, and it's probably hard to remember life 15 months ago, you know, before all of this started, but do you ever feel sometimes a calm, like, okay, I see it going away? Mm, yeah. Yeah, kind of. And yeah, I think so. It's feeling a little more normal, you know. Mm -hmm. Okay, Just, that's good. You know, more, you uh -huh. can see more smiles now. <laughs> and uh, happy faces. So, yeah, it's feeling, you know, there's still uh -huh. some little hiccups, like, you know, the Jack Daniels may be discontinued by the uh -huh. manufacturer because they just have enough people to do it, you know, I yeah. mean. So, um, as far as, like, the 409, um, we do have some other brands that are, you know, pretty comparable. Um, we have, like, a Simply Done, and then we have some Fantastic, and then there's some Lysol um, spray things, you know, like the lice off. But you know, Nicole, you know yeah. that people tend to be brand, <laughs> brand dependent. dependent. <laughs> no, I hear you. I'm, I mean, I, I as have the queen food. of brand dependency, I can yeah. tell you, people like their brands. They're loyal oh, no, to their I, brands. I, what? I get it. I get yeah. it. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm like that. I pr I'm probably like that more with cooking things, food that I'm going to eat, than cleaners, though. Yeah. You know, I mean. Brand dependency <laughs> is is probably more common than not. I would say yeah. that most people, I think, I mean, I could be wrong. If you are, if you don't care at all, give us a call. Five, six, five, five, six. Yeah. I can't even remember the number. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. Nine six. Uh, we would love to know that there are people out there that are not brand dependent, but I think I that really most people. We're creatures I don't think of there's habit anybody out all. there that's totally not brand dependent on anything. I think people have uh, different categories of what their brand dependency falls in. You know, like you think really? You may not care what kind of paper towels you use, but you care about your toilet paper or laundry you know what i mean like some people like i feel like me cleaning supply i mean i like certain things but i'm definitely more picky about food and cooking and all of that because to me taste is different than like well if you see clean, if you tend to cook things from scratch 
then that's not a brand dependent thing. But I will say that I don't know about other people, but I am extremely brand dependent when it comes to something like a paper towel. They are not all created equal. No, they're not. Some of them are far more absorbent than the others. Toilet paper, the same thing. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, you can really tell the difference in a toilet paper and in a paper towel. And so when I settle on in something like that, I am extremely brand dependent. Also, you know, laundry detergent. I mean, I'm a mm-hmm. Tide person, but my daughter is a Gain person. And there is a massive difference in those two products. My daughter mm-hmm. has the most wonderful smell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> her, her, her living quarters, her car, her clothes, because Gain is a really fantastic smell. And I mean, she's almost noted for that. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. I should try to do that. I'm not going to, but I should try it because I'm brand dependent on Tide and I need to move over to Gain because it smells so much better. Well, why do you like Tide so much? I don't, I don't, I, I don't necessarily like it. I just, that's what I use. Now, I tried, I got off of it once. No, that's I, programmed. That's not brand <laughs> Okay, now, now I actually fell for that marketing thing uh, with Arm and Hammer, where mm-hmm. it's so much more natural and blah blah blah. But you know what? I don't really find that it cleans clothes all that well. So no, it just probably gets the odors out better because of the baking soda. But it's you know. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Um, I mean, I but, now I'm kind of curious. I might make. I might expand my experiments into uh, laundry detergent. But I know that Gain has a very distinctive, very pleasant smell. Mm-hmm. And um, and when when I had to use my daughter's detergent because I ran out of my own, I thought, you know, I really ought to switch to this because this is this is better. You know, now, I don't know how much cleaner the clothes are but i know they smell good that's for sure Mm -hmm. all right we'll be back with nicole dorignac after these messages have you ever eaten something new and wondered where it had been all your life we thought that about double d sausage after having it at a friend's house but restaurants all over town serve it in their gumbo red beans and jambalaya it's made right in bogalusa and the company is in its third generation double d sausage is a light smoke pure pork sausage with notes of sage and other spices try the regular mild and hot and new flavors like the cajun variety and jalapeno and cheddar double d sausage in stores all over town. Right down the highway from the excellent Keith Young Steakhouse is Five Girls. And the food is very good casual fare. Here is a fantastic club sandwich with homemade potato chips, a great Cuban, good salads, and the best red beans and rice we have ever had. Poor boys, hamburgers, and terrific fried seafood. Five Girls, 305 Highway 21 in Madisonville. 985-845-2348. You make me feel so young. I kind of wonder if uh, all of these scents, I wonder if everything was stripped of its scent. I wonder how brand dependent people would be. Probably not at all, because I'm sure it's the scent that attracts people, you know? Probably. Yeah. All right. So you wanted to give me some nuts to try. What's that about? Oh, we have the uh, Durham nuts. They're uh, 
in the produce section. And I don't know, they were just some good little snacks we had. I had some um, praline-covered pecans, which were really good. And then there's some honey-roasted, honey-covered pecans or honey-candied pecans that are real good with goat cheese and honey. (laughs) And then uh, (laughs) chocolate-covered almonds, which were really, really good. And um, what else? I want those. You want those? Okay. I want those. Yeah. I think I can help. I chocolate can help covered. Are, are now, now, are they dusted with cocoa in addition to being chocolate covered? No, they have those okay. too. These were just the regular old run-of-the-mill chocolate covered. Well, there's no such almonds. thing as regular old run-of-the-mill <laughs> chocolate almonds. This is a divine invention. There's nothing run-of-the-mill about chocolate covered almonds. Okay, they so, good, it's, so they're called Durham? Yeah. yeah. Durham. What do they come they in like a... Do they come in like a, a a variety pack, or you buy them individually? Ziploc, no, it's like a pound bag, zip, you know, zipper pouch. Oh, wait, you have a, you have a pound bag of chocolate almonds? I think it's a pound. Wait, hold on a second. Let me go look and see pound how many ounces bag of it is. chocolate almonds. I think it's like uh, maybe it's twelve ounces. But Are you home? Like, yeah, I am. Hold on, <laughs> I'm coming over. Okay. All right. So, Let's see. Yeah. wait, what? Hold on. But I'm looking to see where how. Many ounces? Oh, I'm sorry. It's a half pound. That's still a lot of chocolate almonds. Still a nice size bag, though. Yeah, that is a nice Durham. size. Usually, you just see those. Those are really gourmet snacks. So you usually see just like you know, maybe two or three ounces of that at a time. Assuming that you can only eat a few, but they don't know me because I could eat that whole bag. So you have yeah, chocolate covered almonds. You have candied pecans. Is that what it is? Candy pecans, honey toasted pecans, uh, and the praline, um, praline okay. covered pecans. Okay, Very and and it's spelled D U R H A M. D U R H A M apostrophe F. Okay, and they're good. It, yes, these they're are really recommended good. nuts. I, oh, praline frosted pecans. So I like oh. to take a couple of praline frosted pecans and a oh. couple of. Chocolate, oh, dark chocolate, chocolate. almonds with sea salt. <laughs> it just uh, got you, know, I, you like? You, do you like those? I like dark chocolate, but uh, you, the other I have chocolate with the salt. I mean, with the chocolate. salt. Is do you like the salt? Oh, yeah, the sea salt. Yeah, I like the sea salt. Uh-huh. The sea salt's all right with me. You know. Okay. Well, you keep the sea salt, and I'll come over for the the plane. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, they're yours. Yeah, I'm not a uh, I'm not a salted chocolate person. Oh, you know, no, I like once that. I think I said this once before on the air. We went to Ruth's Chris a couple of years ago, and there was something. There was some dessert, and it was salty and chocolate. And I thought, oh, somebody made a mistake, and you know, I, salt fell in this or something. And I mm-hmm. asked about it, and they said, no, no, that's our that's our chocolate salted whatever and i went oh yeah okay yeah yeah you can yeah, like it well <laughs> yeah i like that and i yeah. like the salted caramel stuff like when stuff is like yeah, salted I like caramel that like deep young salted uh-huh. caramel gelato and creme brulee together is like omg you take a bite of each and then if you have the mm-hmm. chocolate, you can add a little bit of that to the spoon, too. <gasps> well, Missy, that is new at Keith Young's. What? The salted caramel gelato. No, that's been around a while. 
Has it? Mm-hmm. Before it's before all the changes? Mm-hmm. I thought it yeah, came with the changes. I, yeah, I can remember that being around. I'm pretty sure really? that's been around since, oh, yeah, before. Not long before, and I don't think it was right. I, I think it was, like, when they would periodically. I don't remember hearing it all the time, but I'm pretty sure it was around. I mean, I could oh. be wrong, but I kind of remember eating it before. Really? Change. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm trying to think sure. of any place else on the North Shore where you can hear the word gelato. Probably Dakota. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. No. I, I mean, I, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I've been to Dakota a few times recently, and I don't know that I would, you know, ask about that. Have you asked about that? I can't remember. I'm trying to think. I don't know. I've, I've, I don't know. Yeah. What do we, I can't. I'm trying I just, to think about when we get dessert at Dakota. Carbola. Yeah, but I just think I think that gelato on the North Shore is like really. Where would that be? So that's good to be reminded that there is gelato at Keith Young's if you are uh, gelato inclined. Mm-hmm. Which and they just I think everyone should be. Ice cream place, Jeremiah's. And I think they have it there, too. Oh, have you been there? Not yet. Margaret's been a few times, um, of course. It's real gelato. Well, she, yeah, I, I, mean, I think I it is. She would know real. Huh? It is? Really? Okay. I think it is. I think it is. Okay. And then, um, okay. and they have the boiled peanuts at my gas station right here. <laughs> they I have what? Yesterday. I know. I know. <laughs> I went to go. I finally, <laughs> you know, the day that you turned me on to the crispy, crunchy chicken at that particular gas station. As mm-hmm. it turned out, there's there's a gas station on Highway 59, which is much closer to my house, that has the crispy, crunchy chicken too. But when I went to have the crispy, crunchy chicken there at the one you referred me to, there were two kettles of boiled peanuts mm-hmm. right there at the checkout stand and i thought man these things are all over now or maybe yeah. they're i just didn't notice them before yeah they have them at the shelf station right here too like you know literally the one uh-huh 30 Do you know that company's been around up? since the 1800s yeah yeah i mean um, you know it's boiled peanuts these are the things you find out on the food show yeah it's big business i mean peanuts. i'm finding them out myself Anyway, what else you got before we say goodbye? You got a few more minutes. I mean, that's local. Uh, um, Right now, we got Creole tomatoes and, you know, all the local produce is starting to, you know. Do you have any more strawberries? Are strawberries totally gone? We did. No, we did have some today, so we should have (gasps) some tomorrow. You have some Louisiana strawberries there? I'm I'm pretty sure we did. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure that I actually picked up a container that somebody opened and left sitting on, like, the paper towel shelf. And I think those are Louisiana strawberries. And I can't put that back into production. Yeah. So it's like, oh. You just have to eat it. Yeah, I don't know. That's it's it. Like, I don't understand. But uh, Not too much. Yeah, I don't understand either. Not too much of a chore to sure eat those. But I'm pretty sure they were Because you can tell the Louisiana, if the top was open, you can tell the Louisiana strawberries from the California ones. Like, yes, immediately definitely. when you look at them. Yes. And if, yeah, if we have them, they're right in the front where you walk in the produce. Oh, right on fantastic. that. Oh, Front thing, yep. And then like a run quick. Nicole, Nicole has Louisiana strawberries because they are very hard to find now. We are at the very, very, very last trickle of that. I passed the little fruit right. stand today and specifically looked, and they are gone. So I think they might be gone, gone, gone. So yeah, I, grab yeah, the them at Dorignax if they're there. What? I said the rain's not helping, and then the you know the temperature. 
I think yeah. they told us when we, we Margaret's little, when she was little in first grade, would go to the place in Ponchatoula. I can't remember mm-hmm. if it was Lyuza or the other one. And, um, like, you know, the temperature, once it gets, like, above 85 degrees, that's right. when they start, you know, that's when Breaking it's too hot for them. Yeah. So, yeah. so hopefully it'll... Well, they lasted a good long time. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it used to be yeah, it used to be where you didn't see strawberries until April. And then, right. for some reason, you started to see strawberries in January. And now you see strawberries any time between January and April. But they la- yeah. they seem to be lasting a long time. And they're especially good this year. Especially yeah. good. The ones yeah. I've so, had have been really, really good. Very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not, not, I mean, I like tart better than the, more than the average yeah, person. Well, I, yeah, but, I don't like sugary sweet, but like that nice. Yeah, but, but these were good. Right. I guess you know? nice and ripe. There's a certain ripeness that yes. they're just so good sometimes. Yes. So, but yep. Well, a lot of times they could be ripe and tart in the past, but for some reason this was a particularly sweet, juicy, ripe, and incredibly delicious season of strawberries for some reason. Yep. I guess it was. I guess nature is favoring us at least in that way, you know, mm-hmm. as we get ready yeah, for the clouds the, the to break again. The tomatoes I've had have been good too. This year. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, so. All right. What? Yeah. Wait. You don't have creoles yet. Do you have creoles? Did you say yeah, you had creoles? You we, have creoles. I know we had them around last week. So I thought <gasps> I don't know if they're out again, or I know he bought some. So because okay. I thought they put it on the market. Is that from Becknell? Yep. Is that okay? That's usually All right, do, good. Yeah. I might. We'll get, yeah, okay. we get a lot from him. He's really. They're really nice yeah. people. All of the okay. people. Faust. Um. All you know, all the farms we deal with, all very, very okay. good people. Yeah, they are. All right, <laughs> we're going to say adios to you. All right, and we adios. will rendezvous for those nuts later. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Just want me to know when you're on this end. I'll talk to you soon. Durham's Goodbye. nuts. I'm coming to get some. Okay. Talk to you later. There she goes, Nicole Dorignac. We will see her or talk to her again next Thursday at the usual time, 3 o'clock. We will be back after the Louisiana Radio Network News for some more talk about food. Uh, It's just you and me now, so give me a call, 556-9696. It is 3.30 and time for the news. We'll be back. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Brooke Thorrington. NOAA is once again predicting an active hurricane season. Eric Pickley reports on how many storms we could see in 2021. The Climate Prediction Center is not anticipating the historic level of storm activity we saw in 2020, but NOAA Acting Administrator Ben Friedman says 2021 will still be an above-normal season. 13 to 20 named storms, 6 to 10 will become hurricanes. This includes 3 to 5 major hurricanes. The increase in hurricanes is attributed to the warmer-than-average sea surface temperature, weaker tropical Atlantic trade winds, and enhanced West African monsoon. But NOAA scientists say thanks to new technology, they can better confront the season. I'm Eric Piccoli. Lake Charles Mayor Nick Hunter received a phone call call from President Biden and the two discuss Monday's flooding and hurricane recovery. Biden visited Lake Charles on May 6 in person and pledged to assist with long-term recovery efforts from the 2020 hurricane season. Biden also spoke with the mayor by phone on Wednesday. Hunter says Biden assured him that help is on the way. LRN. It's official. The FDA-authorized two-dose vaccine for COVID-19 is becoming available to more and more residents in Louisiana. There's no cost. 
and anyone can get the vaccine, regardless of insurance. So if you want to protect your family, see the economy bounce back, and just get life back to normal. Join the rest of Louisiana and go sleeves up to help end the pandemic. Get the facts at covidvaccine.la.gov or call 211. How much money is 30 seconds worth to you? If you hire a non-licensed contractor, it could cost you thousands of dollars and hours and hours of headaches. Take 30 seconds to save thousands. Go to lacontractor.org and make sure he or she is licensed like thousands of great contractors here in Louisiana. That's lacontractor.org. Or get our free mobile app, LA Contractor, in your app store. Take 30 seconds to save thousands now. Edwards Mortgage Group, the Mason Collective, NOLA Title Group, and ARC Insurance Consultants are the ones to call on for all of your home needs. Whether it's mortgages, closing, sales, or insurance, they take care of your home needs, and now they've come together to help take care of the needs of our beloved New Orleans music community by partnering with Bougainvillea Productions and Soul Project NOLA for Fridays from the Funky Uncle. Fridays from the Funky Uncle is a free webcast live from the one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras float, the Funky Uncle Lounge, that features New Orleans musicians playing live music combined with interviews and outreach news to raise money for the entertainment community of New Orleans that have been impacted by COVID-19. You can join in the funky fun time by simply going to www.funkyuncle.live every Friday night at 7 p.m. Coming to the Funky Uncle Lounge Friday, May 21st, it's Jack Eckert and on May 28th, the 101 Runners. For more information on how you can support Fridays from the Funky Uncle, go to funkyuncle.live. I get misty just holding your hand. Gosh, that's a good voice, huh? Five five six nine six nine six. Speaking of Nicole Dorignac, the edible dictionary word is brought to you by Dorignac's, one of the top 20 regional supermarkets of all time. Today's edible dictionary word is mayhaw. Mayhaw is a maroon-colored fruit about the size of a marble looking like a tiny apple. I didn't realize they were that little. The mayhaw tree, a variety of hawthorn, is dis- distantly related to apples as well as to peaches and plums. The name is a reference to the time of year the fruits haws ripen. They grow wild in the woods throughout the south, particularly in soils with high moisture, as along rivers and creeks. The stem bear long, sharp thorns hence the other end of the tree's name. If the fruits can be protected from birds and squirrels who love to eat them, they can be made into jellies and jams whose flavor is quite apple-like. We have a couple of mayhaws outside the office window. They've bloomed, but there are no fruits left. We have this cactus that has taken over everything, and I would love to just get one of those big scooper things and drive up and scoop out a big bunch of it and move it at the end of the woods because of course I can't just throw it away and and relocate the cactus all of these cactus pads came from one tiny little broken cactus pad that Tom found outside of his apartment 35 years ago It was brought to this house. One of those went into a a ridiculous amount of them. And we had a crop of um, 
prickly pear that used to bloom about this time of year and make a lot of prickly pears. I was talking to Stan about this yesterday. They make the most beautiful fuchsia colored liquid. And I guess because everything else has gone this way around the Coolwater Ranch in the last few years, um, I've not paid attention to it. And now we don't have those prickly pears anymore. And I just don't know what could have happened. They're still, the cactus is still there, but I just saw two big yellow blossoms the other day. So I'm hoping that those will turn into prickly pear. Maybe the fact that we haven't harvested them in a number of years, maybe if you don't harvest things, they don't produce anymore. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. That's what I was talking about with the dewberries and um, all the other kinds of things around here that we haven't remembered to pick over the last number of years. But I'm going to make a point of picking these prickly pears when they turn into prickly pears. And um, and hopefully we'll maybe stimulate the, the cactus to, to make some more for next year. Maybe we can get back into a crop of that. Okay. <laughs> okay, Eric, but not my Eric. All right. Hi, Eric. Hi, Marianne. How are you? I'm hanging in there. You? I'm good. I'm good. Listen, I'm looking for some suggestions for a rehearsal dinner, the bridal party's rehearsal dinner. Uh, maybe 70, 75 bucks a head. Uh, private room, 40 guests. Uh, CBD warehouse district or the quarter. 40 guests. Hmm. Well, my first thought is Antoine's because they can accommodate any number of guests and can certainly, the, the, the trick to the price that you mentioned is what you want to do. As Tom has always said that caterers have already always told him that it is up to the client to dictate the price and what you get for the price. So, okay. um, you know, it's, it's kind of up to you to negotiate that with whatever place you choose. Okay. So let's see. That's my first thought. I'm, I'm trying to picture all of the private rooms that I know around town. Um, this is for, you said a, a bridal shower? A rehearsal dinner. Rehearsal dinner. Bridal parties rehearsal dinner. Okay. And what, what you said CBD, right? You said CBD? CBD, French Quarter, Warehouse District, French anywhere Quarter. generally okay. downtown. Okay. Um, you know, Two Jacks is a really big place with a couple of nice rooms. I I think that I'm trying to think if you could accommodate. Forty is a pretty big group of people, so I'm trying yeah, to think it, of places it, with big rooms. It, I would call them though, because as, as hmm? large as forty, maybe not quite that many. Yeah, um, I would I would call Two Jacks because they have a second floor. It's got a couple of different rooms. Okay. And um, I'm sorry, what? That's right. Yeah. A couple of different rooms and um, that, you know, it could probably all work together. 
Someone just texted me Viunes. That's a cool place. Do you know that one? I'm sorry. Would you say that again? It's V as in victory, Y-O-O-N-E-S. And that is actually a great suggestion because there is a big room upstairs. That's a really good suggestion. That was Allie. Thank you, Allie. Um, It is right on... um, Gerard, I think it's Gerard. Yeah, I think maybe it's not Gerard. Oh, she is. Good. Then let's put her on. Allie is going to help me with this. Allie, what street is that Viune's on? You got it. You got it. Uh, Gerard's? Okay. That is a great room. It's a gem. It is a gem. Yeah, it is. It's got outdoor. It's got indoor. It's got upstairs. It's got a gorgeous view. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, I think the room that she's... She personalized touch on everything. She personalizes it all. The the room that she's referring to upstairs at Viune's is the perfect size for the number of people that you're talking about. It's got its own kitchen, and it's it's really nice. It's V as in victory, Y-O-O-N-E-S. Um, Koshan could also do that. They have a, a separate room in the back in the CBD. Oh, he's gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, problem solved. I guess that, I guess that one took care of it. Ellie, are you still there? I, I didn't cut him off. Yeah, I hope I didn't end up disconnecting him because I lost him. Oh, well. All right. Did, um, did you want to continue with your your litany of restaurants that you have loved? Well, I Eric, call back if you got to... disconnected by Allie. Go ahead. What? Yeah, he if he did, I don't want to disrupt him if he was looking for further. But you know what? I have not been to Kashan lately, but I went to Butcher. Right? Isn't that their that's their sandwich? Yeah, it guy. is. But that's yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. And I. You know what? I love them every time. I feel like they are just always a good, strong go-to for me. Yeah. And both sides yeah. have different vibes, different, you know, energies or whatever. Mm-hmm. I actually wanted to ask you, since we were on the May-Hu-May-Ha, what am I, am I saying it incorrectly? What? The May- what I just said, May-ha? the edible dictionary word? It, yeah, am, am I saying it? Which is it, Mayhew or Mayha? What's it? How do you pronounce? Oh, okay. Uh huh. How do you? Pronounce I believe it? it's. It, yeah, Mayha. Okay, Mayha. So, since we're talking of trees that fruit, I was thinking, and I didn't know what else you had um, on the farm or whatever, but I have, I have planted a Satsuma and a fig tree. And I didn't know if you had either of those, and I didn't know if you had suggestions for successfully getting trees to fruit. I don't know what you have on your little land of paradise, but I am trying to grow both of these. I have weeds. I have pitcher plants. I have thorny vines. 
but we actually do have one successful Satsuma that we are quite surprised has been successful. And I put that in quotes. It has, after 15 years, it has borne a, a harvest of five Satsumas. Each year, oh we gosh. get five Satsumas years? from the tree. What? 15 years? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, right. Oh, Lord, I'm um, in for a long haul then. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that you really want to take advice from me. But anyway, when Tom planted that Satsuma, um, he said that you should have another Satsuma so that they could cross-pollinate. But, of course, we never did bother to do that. And so we have this one poor little Satsuma that labors at the end of the driveway and every year will give us a bounty of five Satsumas. Every year, religiously, five Satsumas. As for figs, there's something that tells me that figs probably don't like the kind of wetness that we have here, but I don't know. I would call somebody who really knows what they're talking about. I'm hoping some of the listeners, somebody that will call in with the forlorn advice of a, of a long-standing fig tree grower and will tell me because they've they've I guess maybe the right word is blossomed they they have little fruits on them that give me hope after oh, good. just a year they do after yeah. just a year and so I'm hoping that it's not a tease and then nothing happens to them and then that's all I get is just what looks like is going to be something, and then they and then they die off. So I'm hoping a, I'm hoping a listener out there has some sort of great advice that they can. I got great hope from the guy who called in on a couple of days ago and had the info the 411 on barracas and um, and garden gate about what was going on. I'm hoping some listener out there is going to call in and say. Here's what you do to successfully get fruit from a fig tree or a satsuma tree. But I want more. Well, supplies. like I said, we we have lost our fearless leader here, so we have to be a collection of support for each other. So yeah. I can sort of think of some ideas. I mean, it's you know, it used to be where you could call Tom up and he'd go bam, 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 bam. You know. Yeah. And yeah. that's that was incredibly valuable. I can maybe do one BAM, but I have to think a little bit harder for the other BAMs, you know? So yeah, what no, you I'm suggested was actually perfect. It was perfect. Because I would never have thought, I'm, as I was talking, I was going up and down the streets thinking of all the restaurants and what I knew was inside of them. Because I do know them, I just have to think of them, you know? But um, you know that is a little owns? gem. You're right. What? I found I found the owns because of Tom. Yeah, yeah. It's a little gem. It is. You're right. So, so I'm hoping that over all these many, many years of listeners, that everybody has acquired the ample knowledge that I have from Tom, and somebody's going to call in and give me the answer to growing a pig tree. Yeah. Yep, because we have to share this information and it is, you know, it is 
the show is still valuable for that purpose. I mean, I am primarily an entertainer, so I'm going to be the anchor here, and you all can collectively help move it forward. And that's the way it's got to be from now on. After so. 30 years of, 30 years of um, knowledge, there's a plethora of info out there that we've all absorbed. Sure. Which is why literally I was like, Vions. When he said CBD, I was like, yeah. Vions. Yep. Perfect. And that was the perfect answer. And I'm still going through thinking if there's anything else, you know, like I know that Trinas has a little room, but it's only got like 12 seats in it. And I'm just thinking, what is the right number? Because it's not just who's got a room, it's who's got a room with the proper size, you know, and that is, that's a perfect size. Brennan's also has some nice rooms, but I, they don't have a 40 seater. I mean, that room that you and I had that we went to that Christmas dinner, that was not a 40-seater room. And the one across from it is not a 40-seater room. Now, you could maybe do it in both of those rooms, but you're right. That one that one that you said is the perfect size. It is. You could do it. Anyway. Okay, well, I'm pulling right. up for pickup, so thank you for <laughs> chatting. Well, call us again. Thank you. I will. Appreciate okay, it. Okay, bye-bye. All right. Take care. Very helpful. Let's go to a break and we'll be back right after this. 556-9696. Basil's Ace Hardware has been the center for your grilling needs for over 15 years. That's when I first got my big green egg, which I use more than ever lately. Fred also has Traeger grills and Weber grills and all the accessories for them. Charcoal and pellets and propane, as well as rubs and grilling utensils, Remember, a great cookout always begins with the right hardware. Basil's Ace Hardware, 4419 Transcontinental Metairie, 888-8588. Mandeville Seafood has been a local favorite, serving their house-made roast beef poor boys, seafood poor boys, and even a French fry poor boy in a fast, casual environment. Here is an extensive menu of salads and sandwiches and fried seafood, baskets and platters, as well as sides like stuffed artichokes, meat pies, and jalapeno cheese bites. And we love the very attentive service here at Mandeville Seafood Restaurant and Market, celebrating 25 years. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't dance, don't ask me. I won't <laughs> dance, madame, with you. Henry, why are you doing that? Well, it's my last day, and I thought I'd do a little, uh, a little special <laughs> send-off. I hope everybody appreciates uh, uh, this. It. This is your very last day. It's my last so day. So you're not going to be here t tomorrow either. I know. Okay. So sad. Well, Henry, then let's let's spend the next few minutes talking about your experiences on the food show. We oh miss goodness! You. Everybody's going to miss fish school, I would though. Miss you. Okay, we'll do do the fish school real quick, and then we'll come back and talk sentimental <laughs> things. All right. Oh, goodness. I have to actually Fish go School find is brought it. to you by Mandeville Seafood, celebrating 25 years. Fish School is somewhere. Wahoo. Long and narrow, the wahoo is on the bigger side of the fish we'll be discussing. These fish can grow over 100 pounds, but are usually caught around 20 to 50 pounds. Locally, they can be found roaming the Gulf of Mexico, fish near Florida for the most part. 
Legend has it that the name comes from the sound you would make when you caught it. Its speed and agility make it one fun fish to land. You only see it on occasion because Wahoo do not swim in schools. They are solitary, and this makes it much harder to catch regularly. Ken to the mackerel and tuna, the Wahoo is a streamlined speed demon, one of the fastest fish in the water, making it a very efficient predator. With flesh similar to tuna, it will generally be processed into steaks, and overcooking it is a disaster, becoming dry and tough. Due to its tough nature, the Wahoo steaks are generally grilled, but can be found in wet cooking methods too. Bouillabaisse or Kubion work well also. I once served Wahoo in a light Creole sauce, with more lemon and pepper than I was used to using, Skirted it with a few shrimp, and it was spectacular. We used to see Wahoo more in the past, but it seems to be making a resurgence onto menus. We hope to see chefs continue to utilize it and put their own spin on a classic fish. That is Will over at Mandeville Seafood, where you can experiment with anything that you would like, and you can call them, and they can get it for you, but you, you do have to give them a little bit of time. Ron is on the line. Let's go to Ron. Hey, good afternoon. How are you doing, Marianne? We're good. Thanks. You? I'm good. I just wanted to call in and give my tribute to Henry. Yes, please. Okay. Ah, so flattered. My favorite... My favorite used to be Mindy, because Mindy got me the chow number 13. She actually put me on hold, and she lined it up. <laughs> and she did, a, she, did a, she did a great job. And then there was Doug. I thought Doug was really good, too. But I'll tell you what. I think Henry's the best producer you've had since I called in, hands down. I love Doug and Mindy, but I like Henry better. Well, we will miss Henry uh, a great deal, that's for sure. And um, I, I have my own reasons for missing Henry. Uh, Henry has been a great support to me. And Henry has a, a more unique role than the other two that you mentioned. Um, and he has, he has steered this ship with a plum, I will have to say. So I will be... <laughs> I will definitely miss his um, his soothing his soothing voice. Let's oh. say that. For you sure. two are too kind. Was, too kind. I was going to ask Henry if he could. I know it's for yourself, but could you hit the applause button for me? Oh goodness, <laughs> you've put me on the spot here. I have to go. I have to go find it. You can do it. Uh, here we go. Oh, thank you. I'm taking a big bow. Congratulations, Henry. You're a the big best. bow. <laughs> I just want so, to say, Henry, I would like you to recount your your moments, the moments that you have particularly enjoyed being on the board at the food show and cringed being on the board oh, at the goodness. food show. What could I ever cringe at? Are you kidding? <laughs> I have endlessly enjoyed the food show. Tom, uh, I mean, his voice in New Orleans cuisine and New Orleans radio uh is unmatched. I mean, I was more than honored to continue his legacy. I've learned um, an immense amount from you, Marianne, uh, from the callers, everybody who's called in. And I just want to say thank you. You know, I don't want to um, spend too much time on it or get too sentimental or anything, but I really have appreciated working on the show. And I think I speak for everybody who listens in when I say it's a very important show to the fabric of New Orleans, and I'm very happy that it is continuing. Thank you. I think that you are correct. It is a very important show to the fabric of New Orleans. We will press on. But did you have any particular 
moments where you said, oh goodness, what have I gotten myself into or, or other moments that strike you? Like we talk about that one or two, one of those two dish, one, one or so dishes that really, really bang, mm. hit you in the face. Did you ever have a moment where you went, oh man, I'm so glad I'm working on this show or, oh man, I can't yes. believe I just heard that <laughs> or anything that really, you know, strikes you that you will remember, <laughs> you think from working on the show in later years. Absolutely. Many, many things. Well, not all of them that I can recount on the show, uh, but many of them. Uh, I remember when I first started working on the show, Marianne, uh, one of the first recommendations I got was to go over to the North Shore, which I had never been to, by the way. I'd never made that trip over the big bridge and go to Bosco's. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. Yes. Go to Bosco's and get the mufflada, which I still think, and listen, Norjo's I, I get more often than any other mufflada, but I think Bosco's is the best mufflada I've had, hands down. It is it's pretty good. very, very, very good. It's pretty good. And I remember that, and I remember coming back and talking to you about it on the show and how kind you were to let me on the air at all. And, uh, oh, my goodness. Goodness. I was, I was very, very happy to be on the air, very happy to be talking food. I was just talking to Kate, who's going to be replacing me, and she already has the curse of the food show. She's dying of hunger. Uh, <laughs> absolutely, both of us were just talking about how we're going to go and get a pint of bluebell ice cream. What was it? The sheet cake flavor you were talking about? Yes. Oh, yes. goodness. Killing us. Yes. Killing us over here. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm going to go get it myself. And like I said, I don't usually eat bluebell. I don't usually eat ice cream because I eat too many <laughs> other things. But just that commercial really does. I like his voice. That commercial really does make me want to go and get oh, some. Kate, are you going to be talking to us much? Or should we pressure you to do that? Uh, or should we wait on that? I can talk whenever you need me to or want me to. Okay. I'm sorry to well, pass you this be... curse, Kate. Goodness. <laughs> oh, She's <okay>. what? <laughs> I, I'm just making a joke, saying the curse has been passed. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm going to let yes, everybody go. We look forward to uh, hearing Kate. And uh, great job, Henry. You're the best. Ron, you've always been so kind to me, and I, I really appreciate you calling in. And uh, all the other callers, Michael75, Don, Darren, uh, Alan, everybody, Absolutely. Thank you so much. You've, it's been so nice talking to you on and off the air. You bet. Great job, buddy. See you soon. See you soon. Take care. All right. So uh, anything else, Henry, really? Uh, did you, you, we've given you several, several recommendations. Oh, several that I have not done. I'm a terrible, okay. I've, I've let that off. But listen, They're I will say. They're still on your list, Henry. That you list should, is still when there. You, when you do check them out, you should call in and give us a report. I think everyone would love to hear from you. And uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's a nice continuing thing. You know, I think nice. so. And I think that's exactly what it'll be. I'm sure you'll hear from me again. Good. I hope so. All right, Henry, thank you. I, I have already thanked you uh, personally by text. You know what you have meant to me. And, uh, and I really do appreciate it. Okay, that's it. Uh, Kate, it's being passed now to you. And all I can say is I hope that Henry has properly prepared you <laughs> because it does take uh, an extra challenge, I will say. Anyway, all right, that is it for today. Good luck to you, Henry. Stay in touch, please. We have, uh, first of all, the 75th anniversary of WGSO. We would love for you to go to their website, WGSO.com. 
and uh, click the button that says donate. It's yellow and it will be tax deductible. We would love for you to help with our 75 for 75 campaign as we celebrate 75 years of being the community voice of the Crescent City, the only news talk station locally owned and operated. We also have our nomenu.com for this show, N-O-M-E-N-U.com. Henry, send the podcast before you leave, please, and show Kate how to do that because we want to keep up with the podcast, which is what you will find on nomenu.com along with 400 recipes and then some, the dining diary, the almanac, specials around town, Tom's archives of 50 years, of just about everything you want to know about food and New Orleans food. Also, our Instagram, at the New Orleans Menu. Please follow us there. Please sign up for our newsletter. It comes out twice a week. Go to nomenu.com, N-O-M-E-N-U.com for that. It's time for Tim McNally up next with the Dine, Wine, and Spirits show, and we will see you tomorrow. That's it for us, WGSO New Orleans, 4 o'clock. Good night. Goodbye, Henry, and thank you very much. Join me, BJ Rust, every weekday at 6 p.m. for the Something to Say radio show right here on WGSO 990 AM, New Orleans, Louisiana. Values and beliefs that should bring us together as Americans. One of them is standing together against hate, against racism. The president signing the measure during an event at the White House. Crimes against those in the AAPI community have increased dramatically since the coronavirus emerged from Wuhan, China. Those crimes happening in Democratic-run cities and states. Texas Senator John Cornyn is not a fan of the proposed January 6th commission.